Ready, set, go! Some people love EVs, and rightly so. Some people are hesitant, especially in small-town America. And today, we are going to ask the question, why? Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is a place where we explore EVs in small-town America. I am Ben. Now, EV owners know why they love EVs. I am quickly falling in love with my i3. But before I had the i3, I was in love with EVs, just through my experience with them. So, why would someone love an EV? Well, first, they're cheaper to operate. We won't even go into the maintenance side of it, but on average, Americans pay 13.2 cents per kilowatt hour. I pay just under 9 cents before taxes and surcharges. We also have a member charge, which is the minimum monthly charge for residential customers. But regardless of that, in small-town America, there's a good chance that you are at or below average when it comes to what you pay for electricity. Right now, according to energy.gov, gas is averaging $2.38 a gallon. So at 30 miles per gallon, you're looking at paying 7.9 cents per mile. My early tracking on my BMW shows that I'm averaging about 4 miles per kilowatt hour, but let's be stingy and derate that down to 3 which is approximately $0.03 cents per mile. Who doesn't love saving money? The second reason that people love EVs is because they are zippy. Even the leaf, the bolt, or the plug-in electric hybrid bolt are zippy. They are quick on the takeoff. That instant torque is going to get you. These EVs are not your father's electric golf cart. They're serious cars, and they mean business. I like the fact that they are super quiet. And if your driving force is the environment, they're like giving the earth a big warm hug. Even more so if your electricity comes from renewable sources. So why are people hesitant? Of course, there's the big three, range anxiety, which is really a twofold thing. It's a balance between battery size, because everybody wants a 400 mile battery, and the lack of infrastructure. Now, improvements are made on both of these fronts every day, and the lack of infrastructure, in my opinion, is more of a perception than it is a reality. Second reason people are hesitant is the cost, and EVs are more expensive, but that too is changing. The Mini E with the tax incentives was the first car to actually get the price lower than the Mini two-door hardtop. Battery prices are falling, they're approaching that $100 per kilowatt hour threshold. The prediction used to be that it would cost eight to $10,000 to replace a battery pack. Now, I was thinking about this and in comparison, try to replace an engine and a transmission for less than that. But you're not usually replacing an engine and a transmission at the same time. Very rarely will the entire drivetrain of an internal combustion engine car go at the same time. And with EVs, that's sort of the case. But I will tell you, an ICE vehicle will absolutely nickel and dime you to death. And the third thing that people are hesitant about are convenience. 
they don't want to charge their car in six hours overnight. They want it charged in 10 minutes. They have this gas pump mentality. They don't understand that most charging is done at home when they're asleep. I've used the cell phone analogy several times. What if you had a cell phone that stayed charged for three or four days, but then you had to take it back to the store to charge? Would that be convenient? All of these discussions we've had before, and if you are familiar with EV Diaries, all of this is old hat. But here are the reasons I think people are hesitant about adopting EVs in small-town America. Well, before we get started, let me just start with telling a story from this week. I know that we are practicing social distancing, but, you know, I've got a new car. I haven't shown it off the way I would like to, but... I have let my family drive my car, and it was mostly just to satisfy their curiosity about it. They really care very little that it uses no gas. Um, It's just dad's car, but they are impressed so far. I let my friend Matt take it for a spin the other day. He was really impressed with the acceleration, and he enjoyed the overall drive. Afterward, we were talking about the potential savings and my charging and and the things I was learning about that. Matt drives a 20-year-old Dodge truck, and he is in the market for another truck, but he thought an EV would be perfect for his wife, who works in Corbin, which is about 12 miles south of us. And I agree, she would be a prime candidate when it comes to commuting for an EV in small-town America. Another story this week, I was practicing social distancing at Lowe's one night this week. I've been taking advantage of this um, whole COVID-19 situation to work on some honeydew projects around the house in the evenings. And since I have built-in help with the kids being home, it's a perfect opportunity. Anyway, I was outside of Lowe's, and there was a man walking by and commented that I must get great gas mileage. Once I told him that it was an EV, he was very curious and began asking me questions. I came to find out that he lived in Manchester, and his wife works in Lexington, which is about a two-hour commute one way. To save money, they had bought a hybrid. I know in his situation, it would be hard to find a straight battery electric vehicle to suit his needs, but it's possible. A plug-in electric hybrid might save him some money, but as we know, the plug-in electric hybrids are sort of weak on the battery side, so he's, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. Getting back to my story, I answered his questions the best I could, and we stayed about 15 feet apart. I think the reason people are hesitant is because they are uneducated about the potential of EVs in small-town America. They're not aware of what is available on the used EV market. They don't know about the battery improvements that are being made daily. They're coming down in price, and they're going up in range. And because of our mind's reticular activating system, non-EV owners don't really even notice public chargers. I believe the biggest reason that people are hesitant to adopt EVs is that most people cannot envision an EV lifestyle in small town America. That's what I want to change, but I am just now developing my own EV lifestyle. 
I'm still in the learning phase. Hit that subscribe button. Thanks guys for all the reviews you've left and for the encouragement that that has provided. I definitely appreciate you listening to the podcast. As for the i3, I'm five days in. I'm figuring out the juice box. Each evening I estimate where the 80% threshold is in comparison to the state of charge indicated by my car. I calculate what amount of energy should get me to 80% and I program the juice box to deliver that amount. I then use the BMW Connect app to check my state of charge after it's finished. If I need to add a little more, I readjust and charge again. Right now I'm only driving about 40 miles a day and getting approximately four miles per kilowatt hour, which works out to be about 75 cents a day, uh, just straight energy charge. The Mini at 40 miles a day would have cost me about $3 a day. I have all my information handwritten, and today I'm probably going to put, start putting it into a spreadsheet so that we can uh, do some real-time analysis and actually track what we do over time. I'm an engineer. That's the geek coming out. That's it for today. I hope you're staying safe, being socially distant, and germ-free. The EV revolution is here. We need more butts and seats so more people can experience the ride.